And we're rolling. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Katie from the crypt. I'm adorable. Hey y'all, welcome to an episode of Katie from the Crypt. I'm your host, Katie, and my co-host, Daddy. Hello everyone out there in podcast land. Hola, persona. So, uh, did a bit of a miscount on this month. This is the fifth week. Yep. Uh, we have we have five Wednesdays, and usually back in the day, we just took the week off. Yeah. We only did four episodes. Uh, I miscounted the Wednesdays, Liz. Hey, but um, since we did take our time to do the, uh, the Conjuring, so this makes up for that. Yeah, so you're still going to get four Studio Ghibli movies because we watched one this week. What did we watch this week? My neighbor Totoro. Yes, we did. And neither one of us has seen this before, so we're going in fresh this time. Minty fresh for you out there in podcast land. What? Mint is gross. You don't like any mint at all? No, especially like the Colgate toothpaste mint. That is disgusting. Mm. Peppermint, I I can tolerate those. Like, you get them at the star test, I'll eat them, yeah, yeah, whatever. But like mint, yeah. I love mint. Ooh, like like uh, winter green or so, or like those winter Andes candies, okay. the the chocolate, the chocolate mint. So they give you an Olive Garden. Yeah, I like the Olive Garden. Oh, things. those are the best. That's primo. Thin mints are right. Thin mints are delicious. Frozen, you can't be like they're all right because that's a product you're selling. You gotta hype those up. Well, I don't. Thin like mints are amazing. Yeah, but don't tell like, don't tell people that. Well, they deserve to know. They don't need to know what you don't like. They need to know okay, what cookies they'll like. I don't like peanut butter. Most right. people like peanut butter. So That's my true. opinion does not matter on peanut butter because most people like peanut butter. So when we're selling Girl Scout cookies, I hate peanut butter. Except peanut butter and chocolate. So like tagalongs are oh, pretty good. That is gross. Reese's are good. Tagalongs are good. Dosey doughs are gross. Peanut butter cookies with peanut butter cream. That is like what I'll eat. Just Put a bullet in my brain. I like those like cheese crackers with like the peanut butter. In those them. actually aren't too bad. I'll eat those. But when people talk about, oh, I say, oh, what do you like? They say, well, I like peanut butter. Oh, well, you're. Hit my foot. Okay, he's eating a bone down there. Mm-hmm. I say, well, you're gonna love dusty dogs. Like this is all the peanut butter you can handle, and then stuff. No, I hate peanut butter, but it's not about me. It's about them and their expectations. Just like our audience who came to listen to movie reviews and now are hearing about. Girl Scout cookie sales tactics. But we like most of our movies. That's true, we do. Mm-hmm. And we like this one too. We haven't really yeah. talked about it. I like this one. I think I think we laughed more during this one than any other studio yeah. gives movie. So a little bit of background about uh, my neighbor Tortoro. This is 1988. Yeah. This is the third studio Ghibli. We had Valley of the Wind in 84, Castle in the Sky in 86, mm-hmm. 88, my neighbor Tortoro. And I'm I'm noticing a distance from the sort of action-packed adventure in me of Valley of the Wind and a little bit of Castle in the Sky. And we're starting to shift more into sort of lighthearted children's yeah. fantasy. Now, we've been watching these in reverse order. We started with Spirited Away, <laughs> 2000s. We went to, well, Prince Manoke is a, more of a return to those darker action. Yeah. And then Kiki's on down. But you can sort of see in reverse how the movie started out a little bit more anime, typical what people associate like Akira, and went. Not, it's not anything at all like Akira, but and then became more cute, lighthearted, family friendly fare. And I don't mean that to demean. If I said that normally, I would be saying that in a demeaning way. Oh, that's the alarm! My sprinklers. 
going. Excuse me for a moment while I cover I'll up. I'll talk to them. Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the sprinkler go. Hey Google, turn off alarm. Is Google not gonna listen to me? Hey Google, turn off alarm. She listens to you. She doesn't listen it to me. Listens to me. I got sprinklers going in the front yard, but I can wait until I forget. Because we're doing this. Let me have a moment of silence. We're doing this at night. Oh. Yeah, so we're doing we're doing this podcast at night, and uh, I want to get it done before we move on. So that's a little bit of backstory about this. So can you tell us a little bit about what it's about? So there is these family, um, older girl about my age named Satsuki and her little sister May. Who's like four, I think they yeah, said. Yeah, she's four. And then their dad and them are moving to a new house because her mom, their mom is in the hospital. She has spinal tuberculosis. And she's vibing in the hospital. Well, she's not vibing, but she's there. She's in and, good spirits. Yeah, and they're moving. And this this weird kid named Kanto, and he's like, y'all, y'all house is haunted. Like, don't live there. And they're like, hee hee, live here anyway. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> the kids are goofballs. Yeah. And, and that is the, the charm of this movie. Uh, the kids? The little girl, May. Oh, she's the best. She's one of my favorite characters All of any of these does movies. is copy her older sister. I so know. It's deja vu over It's and over adorable. Again. And that's how I am. And I like it on uh, me, but other people doing it. If When we get into like the things we like about this movie, May is easily one of my favorite creations of any, any Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah, I like her. But I love her. Yeah, so they go in. This is uh, post-World War II, Japan. And father's professor, they move out to the rural. It's this kind of little sort of run-down, fixer-upper country home. And they're just out there. It's just the dad and these two kids. And that's really about it. They're kind of isolated. They're in the woods. There's rice fields kind of across the, the street. Um, it's very isolated. Yeah, and the house is supposedly haunted. It has these little soot spirits. Yeah. Look like little dust bunnies. Uh, yeah, they kind of look like the little sit balls and spirited away. Right, that are down in the furnace. That's what they look like, and they're little spirits, and they hide in your house. Yeah, and they're cute. Yeah. They don't harm nobody. They hide. Yeah. And through the course of the girls being isolated, because their father's at work Mm -hmm. during the day, this takes place over uh, kind of summer, a little bit into the school year. Uh, Mom's in the hospital. They don't get to see her very often. And it's just them alone out in these woods and they come across this uh, sort of woodland spirit Tortoro. And he's gigantic. So he's he's Studio Ghibli's mascot. If anybody ever sees Studio Ghibli, they have the little the oh, little drawing in the, in the beginning. It's a little blue and it's got words on it. It's got a little Totoro with a tiny Totoro on its head. Yeah, so there's there's three there's the giant Totoro who's big and everybody rides him. And then there's a little Totoro that's like the size of like a cat. And then there's an even smaller little mouse critter that's like a mouse size. And and they just sort of follow yeah. the big one and they just do what, what he does. And he's basically, Tortoro is this gigantic ball of fur, sort cat, of cat-like, kind of, kind of... Cat rabbit. Yeah, rabbity fat. cat. Very fat, very soft. Oh, I'd just love to pet him. Yeah. I would love to I pet him. I want to have one. I was like, I want to have a Totoro, but they're pretty big and there's that little Totoro and I'm like oh I'll get out the little one the little one would be perfect for a house if you could try try and use the bathroom outside it'd be perfect and there's really no it's really hard to say like what happens in this movie because there's not a plot do spirits use the bathroom 
Well, he's a physical being. So I went to Wikipedia and I was reading Miyazaki's description of Tortoro. He is a physical being. He is not. He is not like a god. Uh, a kami, I think K A M I. I believe is what they. There, there are shrines, like little Buddhist shrines, kind of in the area. But he is more, and, he, and even Mike said that this is a very reckless description of him. But he is like a guardian of of those woods. He does have powers, as we see when he makes plants grow to ginormous proportions and then disappear. And the the cat bus that they ride, it is a it is a fantastical Ooh, supernatural. Well, get on world. that cat bus, because that thing's weird. Yeah, that's one of the more frightening aspects. Um, so he is supernatural, but he is a physical being who has a job to do around there and you can only find him really through a um there's like a little there's like sort of like a wall of greenery it's like a like hedge a little tunnel of grass a little tunnel that you can just kind of slip through and it leads to this big old tree and there's a little hole in the roots of the tree mm-hmm. you jump down and you slide down this little path and you come out and this is like a little area of grass and he's sleeping and he sleeps there and that's how the girls find him. Yeah, that's how May May is like wandering May finds around, him. and she sees the little Totoro, and she's like, "Ooh, who's that?" Yeah. And she like follows it, and she leads to Totoro, and she's like climbing on him, and he, it's just like he's just face to face with this little girl, and he's like, "I just want to sleep." He he's, like opens yeah, he eyes, sleeps looks all the time. He's like Snorlax. He just, yeah, he like opens his eyes, looks at her. There's just this weird kid laying on him, and he's just like, "Whatever, don't just don't bother me," and then just goes back. It's very unbothered by yeah, her. Yeah, it's like somebody just discovered you. Are you not like? Yeah, he's very chill. Yeah. He's very chill, and and the the rest of the movie is more of the girls playing at school. You know, May becomes you know sort of infatuated with this. I I I, just, I found him. I found the Tortoro, yeah. and she tries to tell kids at school. Of course, somebody believes her <laughs> because everybody knows it's just a myth. It's not real. Everybody knows. And everybody knows quotes. quotes, and then the older sister sees it. And they just sort of have adventures. Like they, he, they hop on him and they fly up to the top of trees, and they just kind of hang out. And it's just cute. It's just cute. Like I yeah. can't really say like. Totoro is like a mixture of cute and a little disturbing looking. His like right. his face, his look is very cute. But when he opens his mouth, they make it a little scary looking. This kind of goes back a little bit to Kiki's delivery service where we were talking about how the elderly women that she became friends with, I thought there was going to be like a sinister kind of like they were going to try and like cook her or something. There was a dark, there was kind of a dark underlying sort yeah. of tone to the to the, these very nice elderly women. A little bit of horror, potential horror mixed in. Mm. And that was definitely right in this. Like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not. Uh, because Tortoro is adorable looking. Yeah. I mean, he's everywhere. Go to like a, go to like an anime shop, comic store, Barnes and Noble, and you will see statues, you will see toys, you'll see t-shirts. As they should. This is their flagship character. Yeah. Because uh, he looks adorable. But he is gigantic, and he has these big derpy eyes. <laughs> every animal Every animal is like a big derpy forest. face. Their eyes are all looking in different directions. Yeah, their it's, mouths it's are funny. It's cute. They're funny. They're drawn really, they're drawn really cute. But then they got these gigantic mouths, and their eyes like are just huge, yeah. and it's just these huge features that could easily swallow a child whole. Yeah. These mouths, so it is it is frightening. Yeah, the kids don't seem to have any fear though. That's just us. Oh, during it, I was like, that looks like Totoro looks like something an enemy would build to lure 
something to it. <laughs> like, it's really cute, but, like, you can also tell that, like, there's something a little odd about that thing. Yeah, he's pretty weird. Yeah. He's pretty weird looking. Um, yeah, there's really not a whole lot to go into about the movie itself, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, whatever plot there is, is real simple. They have some adventures. Everything wraps up nicely in the end. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't a, um... This isn't like a morality play. There's no like dark. There's no lost innocence nope. or the destruction of you. There's no enemy. There's there's no enemy again. Th- kind of like Kiki. This movie is as safe and family friendly. I know I said that I think with Kiki's, mm-hmm. but this is even more so. This is family friendly, safe as it gets, and also somehow manages to be touching and beautiful it's and funny. Disturbing. And slightly disturbing in, in, in some ways. And entertaining for adults as well as children. Now, how American animation... Because I saw a stupid Boss Baby commercial <laughs> today. Like a, There's like a third Boss Baby movie coming out. Second. It's only the second? Yes. It just feels like thirds. These stupid crudes and all this junk that come out. And and we're watching, you know, we're watching My Neighbor Tortoro. And it's like, this movie... Has everything for everyone, and it's wonderful. I don't know why we can't. And it was in 1988. <sighs> That's the crazy thing too is just how gorgeous this looks in 1988. Go back, folks. If you have Disney Channel or if you have Hulu, go back and watch first season of The Simpsons, which was about 1988. And look at what garbage the West was putting out. Of course, by season three, The Simpsons is stellar, and it and it's run on all cylinders. Uh, but look at that season one. People forget about that because they don't re-air those episodes. Really, it looks odd, and it looks awful. And then see what Studio Ghibli was doing in nineteen eighty eight, and it'll blow your hair back. And when that came out, that was actually played as a double feature with Grave of Fireflies. Which I keep meaning to watch that with you guys. It is a World War Two two kids surviving the war and the you know the, the bombs dropping, and it is much more dark. It's a much more sad uh, tale, uh, and that that was double billed together when that came out. So you talk about wow, what what a one two punch for cinema if somebody was lucky enough to be able to go watch those in 1988 back to back. That would have been amazing. But I'm just now. I'm just now seeing this. I'm glad I got to see it with you. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So let's talk about things that you liked about it. Well, give me. Give me three things that you liked. Um. Well, I like. I like the little set balls. They're cute. Mm-hmm. And um, I like. I kind of noticed how like Satsuki kind of looks like Kiki, and their dad looks like Kiki's dad. Yeah, that is similar, isn't That's it? That's what I. Thought. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I like how Totoro looks. Yeah. He's very cute. And I like the tiny Totoro. Because I want to own so cute. One. I know. I just want to just pet him. That I want to own more than a Pikachu. Really? I would rather own a Totoro. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think I could be with you on that one. It's tough. But I, won't, I won't begrudge anybody who wants to own a Pikachu, but, but a Totoro is great. Yeah. So, um, May... May is my favorite thing about this movie. I laughed 
So much. So, um, yeah, we didn't even... Oh, what? May, whenever she's, like, crying. It's like... Oh. It's like... It sounds so <laughs> real. So, we have to talk about... So, May is my favorite thing about this movie, but by extension, the voice acting. <laughs> now, this is another Disney got a hold of it in the in the 2000s and, and re, redubbed it. I think it was Dakota Fanning? It's Ellie. Okay. Ellie Fanning is the little sister. Yeah. Dakota's the bigger sister. So... Uh, voiced by real life sisters Dakota, yeah. Ellie Fanning, and uh, Tim Daly does the dad voice Superman, <laughs> and Frank Welker, Frank Welker folks does the voice. I'm doing air quotes of Tortoro. Now, when I saw in the credits, I was I, when it was, I was like Frank Welker, Frank Welker. In case you're a 12 year old girl, yeah. he's the voice of Fred on Scooby Doo. Yeah. Since 2002, he's also the voice of Scooby Doo. Uh, he's the voice of Megatron, uh-huh. uh, several Transformers, uh-huh. several G.I. Joe characters. Yep. In fact, Frank Walker, uh, a man you could not point out of a lineup, nope. although he has been on TV and films yeah. in the 70s, has got a hun- like a 860 film credits, yeah. acting credits to his name. Mm-hmm. He has earned, his, his works have earned $14.5 billion. Oh. He is the number three highest grossing actor in Hollywood. Dang. Frank Who's Megatron Welker. I don't know. I thought it was like Harrison Ford. I thought Harrison Ford was number one, but I could be wrong. Is that the guy that made the Ford car? <laughs> no. Well, that's Henry Ford. Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones, Han Solo. Oh. Tons of amazing oh. movies. How dare you, sir, Patriot Games. Or is that clear and present danger? Anyways, Jack Ryan movies. Frank Welker. And so I'm like, oh my God, Frank Welker. Is he going to be like the villain? Because I thought there would be a villain, you know? And no, he's Tortoro. And all he does is just go like, rah. He goes, Tortoro. He, he, yeah, he just makes noises. That's why they thought it was, that's why May thought his name was Tortoro. Because he was like, Tortoro. And I was going to say, he just, yeah, he just does animal. You know what else? He does the voice of the cat on Simpsons, Snowball. And he does the voice of uh, Nibbler in Futurama. Huh. He does all those kind. Of, he does a lot of like animal critter voices too. Isn't Nibbler like that crab? No, that's Doctor Fry Freiberg Zoidberg. Doctor Zoidberg. Nibbler is the little little puppy looking thing with a cape who runs around and eats oh, everything. Yeah. Nibbles. Yeah. So Frank Welker. Uh, yeah, who doesn't he doesn't have a line of dialogue. He just has a bunch of sounds. But he's in it too. So the, the voice acting is really top notch on this. And I tell you, those two kids knock it out of the park. And I'm usually I'm usually critical but nice about children actors <laughs> because they're gonna kind of suck because they're kids. But also I'm nice because it's like, well, they're kids. Like they haven't had time to learn the craft. Like let's go easy on the crappy kid actors because most of them are. But Ellie Fanning. As the four-year-old May is killer. She is so funny. And her voice squeaks and cracks. And I'm like, is she just ad-libbing this whole movie? Can a, can a kid act this good with this dialogue? I'm laughing at her. And, of course, the animation helps. Because the animation is... is, is it's, a, it's a masterpiece. The animated, like the movement. It's not just... How beautiful it looks in color palette, but just how well the kids look. And it's like these are like grown men doing this, and they're drawing and animating like a four-year-old girl because I've had a four-year-old girl. So I, and I'm sure probably some of them did too, but it's like, man, 
this this is exactly how a little kid looks and acts and then her voice talent going along with it i'm blown away by the quality of it and we were laughing all through i think i think it might be the funniest one <laughs> combine the great voice acting with the derpiness <laughs> of of the of the animals and and you've got a winner Whoa, finn what are you doing, Papa? He's going nuts down there. He always does now. Oh, he's starting to sabotage. Dog's the worst. No, he's not. Tortoro could eat him. Okay, I'm and I wouldn't it lose sounds any sleep. like we literally hate this dog. We love this dog to death. Kate, every, Kate loves this dog to death. That's true. <sighs> Everyone loves this dog. And to he's death. just so aw- and he's looking at me with a big <laughs> smile. <laughs> he's smiling. He's so happy, and I don't know. He doesn't pick up on it at all. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so that's not, that's not three things, but May, the voice acting, and, and how adorable Tortoro is, is my three things. What are some weird things? Well, the cat. The cat. The cat bus. Okay, so. Is just bizarre. This is a, uh, it's a cat, and, but it looks like a bus. And it's got like. It's like windows? Cat. Yeah, it has like its body forms into a bus, and it can like morph. To fit Totoro inside, because like he started to walk on and it like grew out a little bit, so like right. fit. I was just kind of thinking, this thing can literally like morph. It could eat whoever's inside. Why are these little <laughs> children inside and he don't just squish them? Nobody's seen bothered by. It. He's got like twenty legs. They're just riding in his stomach and, and it has little seats inside. It's got little um, rats with red eyes on it as like the lights. Yeah, like the headlights and, and the, yeah. the tail lights. Yeah, the inside just looks like a fur-covered bus. It's got, like, yeah. benches and windows, and they just sit, and he just, like, flies to the air and, he just runs, and runs around and takes them wherever they need to go. I don't know who comes up with this stuff. It's weird. It's so crazy. And the other weird thing... Okay, so, May, it's, like, four years old. Yeah. Okay, whenever you were little, you'd, like, take baths with your siblings, sometimes a shower with your parents, and you were that little. Yeah. Satsuki is like my age and they yeah. are still taking baths with their dad with dad i think japanese culture they're they're more open with that kind of it was public like bath the, the dad was just like in the bath and he was just chilling and like may's head was covering all his junk and it's yeah. he was just like chilling next to it and it's like you're naked what don't you find weird about this it's weird for That's her wrong it's weird for us that the older uh, the older daughter is in there with them, but I think over there, I think that's pretty normal. They have like bad houses that and stuff over there. I think they're all still pretty I chill with that. Do not like that. It, it was a little weird. It was a little shocking. I was like, whoa! Like dad is like straight up naked, full exposed. Yeah, like like yeah, he is just chill in this tub. And it's like you have you have little children around you. That's, that's not <laughs> I appropriate. Have you no shame? And then, of course, like, no, he shouldn't have any shame because he's their dad. That's not a big deal. But but we're just not used to that here. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, no, I really, I, I would say, okay, pick out three things that you don't like about this movie, but I don't have three, I don't yeah, have three things. Yeah, I have one thing I don't like about this movie. The, uh, the dad in the bath. <laughs> no, I don't, no I, don't, I don't care about that. I don't like I don't really like the music. It's the same guy, Joe Hibiyashi. Hibi, Hibi I didn't really pay attention to the music. Well, it has two actual, like, Americanized. Oh, yeah, the, like the, the songs where they're, like, singing. Let, let's and... go. Ready, let's go. And then the last song is, like, oh, I just kind of thought about, like Hooray for Tortoro. And it was written by yeah. Miyazaki. 
No song. They both kind of suck. I like that. It's like it's catchy. In my head, after I was like torture. They're but they're both. um The first one. They're both the first one. The first one's really bad. The intro is long and it's just. It's it's long and it's a little. It's not great. It's random girl singing just a song, but the end it's like. Yeah, well, because it's just like we're gonna play in the woods. Ready? Let's go. It just doesn't have to do with anything. Not really. And and again, 1980. So Little Mermaid. Now you know the music of Little Mermaid because I play it. Sixteen minutes in. The Little Mermaid, we have part of your world. Like, I've got them down to, like, the minute. I go, I watch them all the time. Oh, so hard. Oh, don't even get me started on the music of Little Mermaid. My, then don't start yourself on My it. goodness, it is beautiful. The yearning in her voice when she's singing that song. Anyways, so now to take it back, what America does right. Little Mermaid's coming out the same year, and it is crushing that music. I mean, it is gut punch, beautiful, perfect uh, score, and then you've got my neighbor Tortoro. Those two songs suck. Just I like to... the instrumental songs in these movies. Yeah, so my favorite with the song so far is Spirited Away. You know what? That's actually not, you're right, it's not fair. Joe Havisha did the music throughout the, the film, like the, the orchestral music, and it's good. It's not noticeable, it's not noticeably no, good. That's why I didn't you like didn't remember it. Yeah, it doesn't stand out. Not like Spirited Away does. Yeah, Spirited um, Away is good. And somebody, I looked at the credits. Somebody else wrote the first, the first, you know, vocal uh, song at the beginning, and Miyazaki wrote the one at the end. So Joe, Studio Ghibli guy, is not to blame. Uh, Miyazaki is to blame for how bad these are. So I'll give him a pass. I shouldn't have thrown him under the bus there at the start. The music's not very good, or at best, it is forgettable. Mediocre. Yeah. Um, and which is a which normally who who would really care you know who's watching yeah. somebody's on for but for the we score. We are critics and we expect only the best for our privileged little bootays. Wow. Well, I wouldn't have put it that way, <laughs> but we have been watching like back to back to back <laughs> Studio Ghibli movies, and we've been listening to amazing scores back to back to back. <laughs> so when we get one that is less than, it's really noticeable. Yeah. It's like, wow, I'm not impressed by this. Because it's only good. Yeah. It's not amazing. Like, like Spirited Away is... <laughs> <laughs> no words. Yeah, yeah Spirit, Spirit of the Way. Spirit of the Way. Spirit it of the Way is, is the best. And, uh, yeah, this is kind of... All right. Yeah, it's just there. So, if that was one thing I didn't like, it'd be about that. But if you're going to watch this with your kids, you could really care less about the yeah, score. music. Again, um, this is streaming on HBO Max. This one is not as easily available in I stores. I haven't really seen it in stores. You're not going to, because this is one of the more popular ones. So You're, get HBO Max. Well, you well order. I mean, like I saw it at like somebody, movie trading company. Like it used. Probably have it on YouTube or something. I don't know if anybody still has Hastings around. They're probably at the any of the used uh, movie play. Movie trading co had these. They had a they had a bunch. They they always have like five or six different Studio Ghibli movies, but they had this one at a premium. This was like twenty bucks, thirty bucks for like a new Blu-ray, and I wasn't gonna pay that. I wasn't gonna pay that price for it because we don't make any money on this show. We actually lose money, so I wasn't gonna do that. So you're not gonna run to Walmart and find this one, but it is still worth your time. This is an enjoyable, enjoyable film. Yeah. 
I'd watch it again. Laugh out loud. Subtle. It's not stupid humor. No. There's not like fart jokes and dumb dance numbers in the middle of it. This does. This doesn't play to that low-hanging fruit it's, that Western. It's children. It's intelligent. It's it's whimsical and it's nostalgic, and it's fantastic and it's it's sad. I don't know. It's just beautiful. It's just life. It's like life and art. Studio Ghibli. Man, Miyazaki. We really lost something. Now he's gone. I'm bumming myself out. So, what are we rating these? What are we drinking? Um. Oh, I have a Sunkist Berry Lemonade. All right. Uh, I've got not, a water. Would not really recommend that much. Wait, the movie or the lemonade? The lemonade. Yeah, it's just okay. Not that great. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it again. No, I'm not gonna buy it again. Yeah, the movie. I give it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yeah. I'll give it I'll give it a nine, but I wouldn't argue if somebody gave it an eight. I won't yeah. fight an eight, but I'll go ahead and give it a nine because I did laugh so much. Yeah. Like the music is not the best and yeah. the uh, the dad in the bath scene is a little disturbing. <laughs> yeah. to cover your children's eyes. <laughs> a little bit. But otherwise it's it's definitely worth a watch. I will I will recommend it to anybody hands down. Yeah. Can't go wrong. I don't know what we're doing next week. Uh I, I, conjuring. We have to yeah, I'm kind of conjuring right now. I'm also conjuring right now. Oh. Yeah, just a little bit. How dare you? Maybe That's just rude. Well, we got so many streaming services. Let's see if something new's maybe out. I despise you. Okay, well, you heard it here, folks. She despised her dad like every other kid, so go figure. <laughs> All right, so until next week, we're going to come at you with a proper horror movie. And we don't know what it is, but we hope that you'll tune in and find out along with us. Yep. So until that day comes, what do we tell everyone? Stay scary. Stay scary. Bye bye, y'all.